uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, major flavor. You're listening to You're 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 listening to Hey guys, welcome to Major Flavor, the podcast with the hottest flavor. Myself, Jazzy Bang, and Callie are coming to you with new episodes every single Friday. Be sure to follow our Instagram at the Major Flavor. That's T H E Major Flavor. And be sure to follow our podcast on all streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. We're just three black girls with a podcast, and you don't want to miss this flavor. Thanks for listening. Well, first off, do you watch Girlfriends? Yeah. And what character do you think you relate to the most? Mm. Um, I would say I would want to relate to the most Maya, because I feel like she has, like, the most grounded and realistic, like, spirit. And Tony. I really love Tony, even though I shouldn't. I think she's just so fabulous mm-hmm. in a horrible way. <laughs> um, I don't know to be honest. Like, I would say between Maya and 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 Lynn, for me, except um, Lynn is a little broke. Um, over, yeah, and she's a little, you know over sexual out loud you know and I feel like I'm not out loud with it so it's just I mean, yeah you know and then, that could be you in the future mm-hmm. you can grow into that yeah maybe well for me I am unfortunately right now pretty much living like Lynn I, I'm not going to say I'm mooching off people but I have the broke mentality like her like I kind of see why in her 20s with all her eight degrees, she lived the way she lived. But I would love to live like Tony. Just I know my worth. I know what I want. And I'm not going to change my standards. I feel like they didn't do a good job in portraying her character. Why? Because I feel like somebody with that many degrees, she's so smart and she could have, at least had some sort of like I don't like the way that they portrayed her as just being so like moochy. Like she didn't have respect for people's face. I don't care. Like I don't I don't mm-hmm. Joan was very annoying, but she could have respected <laughs> her space like the way that she went about like going into people's apartments and using their things and like I maybe because I'm an older sibling and like I hate when my younger sister like takes things without asking or just does things. Like when Lynn did certain things, it just I love everything about her, but that. Oh, okay. I get that. I can see that perspective. I feel like even though I want to be like, you know, Tony, I kind of relate to Joan a lot. She is annoying at times, but it's just (laughs) want everything kind of like when she wants it. I feel like I can relate to that Mm -hmm. because I feel like that's me. When did you know a friendship of yours? You can say names, you could speak in general, but when did you know that 
a friendship of yours was like coming to an end or there was a breaking point that you knew your relationship and with that person was changing friendship wise um when the other person stopped caring uh, yeah. i i tend to be very touch and go i've had friendships that have failed and like it's more heartbreaking than a relationship because yeah. friendships i feel like you just there's so much more trust and expectations that you have yeah i start to see little signs of them just not caring or not prioritizing you and that's when i can tell like when that person starts checking out that's when it's gonna start falling apart right yeah like i i notice every little change in people usually and if i just sense that something's off you know sometimes i'm thinking like all right are they are they really acting janky or is something just going on mm-hmm. in our life because mm-hmm. i know it's not me you know because if it's me it's just like you know say just say that but a lot of times it's just like no nah, i know it's not me you know so i'd really be thinking but nowadays, I don't put as much thought into it as far as once I've learned, like, it's out of my control. Hey, it's not nothing really do. The telltale signs, I mean, just in the past, the telltale signs have always been, like, I'm pretty much going back and forth with the same people. And that's when I realized, mm-hmm. like, this this situation, this going back and forth, this cycle pattern of continuously falling out is it's more than just me and it's just we we gotta let this go and I feel like that was uh touched upon in girlfriends with Tony Tony and Joan I wish I could say more but like I want you to watch it like you need to be on like season eight already (laughs) I know I mean that's a very very important the last two seasons important to their friendship it's like in in basic terms it's just there's a there's a dynamic change between the two and overall Mm -hmm. it was a lot of things that tested their friendship and one of the things to me that was pinpointed was success um Joan became successful Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways and to me it felt like Tony was jealous but also there was a time where Joan was jealous of Tony for like her success, her um, what was it? Her marriage, you know, just the things that were going on in her life. So, spoiler. I, I was thinking about season four too, and I was like, dang, I don't think, I don't think he came up yet. I agree with you in the sense of um, that made me really realize that you're you and your own friends even though they may love you as much as they possibly can, they still have their own issues. And sometimes they can't set aside their issues and just be happy for you. And that's a really realistic feeling. And I think that, remind me, the creator's Miss Mara Brock (laughs) Akil. She did an amazing um, portrayal of human emotions and human reactions. As dramatic as that show was and dramatic as some characters and their actions were, they're very real. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And I also think that's why the show is still just so relatable, especially because now we're the ones that's like in our 20s kind of living within it. Because it mm-hmm. actually shocked a lot of people to find out that they were in their 20s. They ranged from 26 to, I think, 32 or 31. 
No, yeah, that's true. I don't understand though. How could you really be jealous about about your friend? Like, have you ever been jealous of your friend's success or maybe something they got materialistic? Like, I just don't see that as being me. Like, I'm always gonna clap and cheer and be happy for someone else. And even if you know I'm down bad, that doesn't mean I'm gonna be down bad forever. So why should I? block my blessings with negativity exactly like i don't think i've ever been actually don't think isn't even i'm i haven't ever been jealous of like friends or anything because what what is jealousy really going to do for me you know envying somebody especially close to me what is that going to do for me exactly it's going to block my blessing so i rather just like applaud them and, you know, I might wish that, you know, dang, I was in their shoes. But, yeah, like, my time will come, you feel me? Like, um, even, for example, the people we see on social media that begin their first house at, like, 19 years old or whatever. I'm like, damn, that must be nice, you feel me? My time will come, though. But there's no point in being like, dang, you know, like, there is no perks and envy, jealousy, and none of that. I think that you both have really mature and, like, well-rounded points of view. And I don't think that I've ever had, like, in a jealousy where I wished um, negatively towards somebody or spoke negatively about how they got to their accomplishments. But I think jealousy just comes in different forms. And it shows in different ways. Like, I know somebody who can't have kids and who was extremely jealous of, people and peers that were able to have kids because she that's just a sensation she's never going to feel and the jealousy was just like it comes from like a place in yourself of feeling insecure and feeling unaccomplished Mm -hmm. and feeling unable to do something so it just it it turns into a very negative place where if you can be grounded and better and like and healed in your understanding of something that's where I think it doesn't become jealousy. It becomes like you appreciate, you appreciate that person in their journey. You appreciate how far they've come and how they got there. But it, it's it's like a decision. You have to learn how you can take a perspective and look at it, uh, a situation. So I can see how it. You can look at somebody and say, you know, like I can see how in that show when someone was getting married and it came so easily to her. And it just happened for her, where for the other character, that's all she dreamt about, mm-hmm. that's all she wanted. And it was such a challenge for her. It felt like it was never mm-hmm. going to happen. She was so desperate that she 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 couldn't be happy for somebody else. It was like her whole mindset was just clouded with envy. Mm-hmm. And um and it's I think it's very it's a very natural thing for humans to feel. It's just you kind of have to teach yourself to get out of it. I mean, I, I agree in regards right. to like what you were saying as far as the show, but also with that, I hate being a spoiler, but <laughs> with that, you know, it's like, you know, she didn't, she had a certain standard, right? You know, it wasn't a black man, but he was rich, but he wasn't necessarily actually mm-hmm. rich come to find out later on. Yeah, it was like that type of rich. Mm -hmm. But title-wise, he was rich, Mm -hmm. according to her. And then also, he was short. So it's like, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. 
and Jewish. So, like, there was a lot of standards that she took away because ultimately she thought that she did love him. But, I mean, if that was you, would you take away those type of standards? Hmm. For for that no. one thing that he had because he was rich. Well, yeah, because mm-hmm. that was that was Tony's biggest thing is like she wanted someone rich. Like that was even said like in the very first episode that she wanted a rich man. Mm-hmm. And it's like what what's that one thing? If the man came to you and was like, that's that one thing that he has that you just want, but everything else is like not exactly what you desire. Would you take it or would you keep looking? Um, it's hard for me because, like, my overall thing that I want mm-hmm. is how somebody loves and how they mm-hmm. they treat me and 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 um, show their affection to me. But my initial attraction, my initial getting and um, like attracting to somebody is their looks. So that would be the one thing that I would have to kind of ignore. Right, like I'd had to. I really want somebody tall, and you know, just attractive in my in my standards. So if they don't have those things, I don't know if I'd give them the time of day. I have dated people mm-hmm. that were my height or shorter, but it's just not. It doesn't hit like it mm-hmm. does. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, my overall, like my top thing that I feel like I would ignore everything else would be for like their just affection and how they show me. Like if they can touch upon my yeah. love languages, it would be right. it would be it. Same for me. Like the number one thing I'ma look for, like if I was really looking for like someone to marry or whatever, it would have to be love first. And then like if everything else is kinda like trickled down, like if he's shorter than usual and stuff like that but he makes me happy and I just click with them yeah I would say I would but it just depends what that is like um at the same time you're also not about to be microman if you get what I'm saying <laughs> so it's just like well you can look at that in two <laughs> ways or the other yeah like you can look at that two ways <laughs> oh, because I I thought she was <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> it was like I thought she meant how, but then I realized she meant something else. <laughs> yeah. I'm so weak. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I I would trickle it down a little bit. It just depends. I think. Um, I think it just depends. Yeah, I agree. I just, I don't know if I could, though, because kind of like Callie said, you know, the first thing I'm going to see is physical appearance, and if, you know, I don't know, if you just ain't tall, dark, handsome, and fine, I just don't look your direction. So if he just happens to be light-skinned, right? It's, it's then... not. <laughs> it sounds so, like, middle school <laughs> I don't have a problem, <laughs> but it's just. It's something about it that's just attractive. It's just looking, and then you have like those curly teeth, and then you smile. Like, if I ever showed y'all, because they don't really have any relevancy anymore, but if I ever showed y'all the people I talked to, like, you would see the type. I don't I know. Did. I feel like if, I just feel like if, 
the physical connection is there and they're tall. That's all I need. Like, I don't care if they're like black, Asian, but if they're tall and like we can flirt. But I do flirt with just about anything, so I don't know. <laughs> I do. I do. I don't know why. I just catch myself. And then, like, midway through, I say, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, you don't even like this man. And I'm just like, oh, I just go, I just do it too much. You're just friendly. That's what you're saying. No, I be flirting. Like, it's a sport. <laughs> or what? I don't oh, know. Well, even if you found the perfect <laughs> one, would you be like celibate for a soulmate? Oh, I just got done that those episodes. Um, <laughs> not for no nine months. Um, I think so. I think so. I think like sometimes I think about like not that I want to be like a virgin ever again or anything like that, but like with the person that like I settle down with and choose to like be my partner and my husband, whatever. Like, I would want to be celibate, like for like, the later part of our um, engagement before our wedding to have, like, a wedding night where, like, we just get to be, like, like, get to know each other all over again. Because that's something that I love about relationships is, like, the first, the first, like, getting to know each other's body, getting to teach each other, getting, that shit is so fun to me, and I can't imagine. Okay. Oh, you looked at it in a totally different light than I did. (laughs) But I tend to. I was gonna like when you was like, "Oh, I just I would be celibate so that on our wedding night," and my head popped the like (laughs) dirty just like that. Like, (laughs) but no, but in that type of way, I know. (laughs) Like, imagine you get so say you get engaged and like you do like a year long engagement, and like the last like maybe three months just like no sex no sex whatever can you imagine your wedding okay, night because think about the tension like the build-up like the the yearning for each other <sighs> i would honestly yeah, I would do that. have not survived because <laughs> if i already know we've been married i would have found some loopholes like we might as well Nah, but like when and when she was dating that dude for nine months i'm just like i'm not no i'm not doing that for somebody that is trying to figure That's out if the I'm so, so made or not. Men don't take right. Like men, you might date somebody for a long time, but men know almost. Like I said, it, it takes it don't take a year for a man to know if you're their soulmate or not. That's just my own belief because it makes sense. You might be dating somebody for five years, but or eight years or however long, but you know if they're your soulmate, like counting immediately because the heart wants what the heart wants you feel me but i mean women like, do that like joan that was whole, joan's whole argument in the beginning that she had her what was it three month rule i feel like the rule was just that's just like a double oh. standard because women do that all the time i would i i feel like the next person that i choose to be in a relationship with i would like to wait at least a month because I do be just jumping into things. But I would like to wait a while. Yeah, I was going to talk about the three-month rule, too. Now, I kind of agree Mm -hmm. with it. I mean, like you said, we're quick to to give not even us up physically, but just we're quick to just show the whole silver platter and then hope that it jumps to, you know, the next Mm -hmm. stage and whatever, you know, the relationship is supposed to be or whatever you want the relationship to be, and we don't ever give things time. But I do kind of feel like now, three months is like enough time to know 
like, okay, where is this going to go? Is it still only for that one thing? Or do you actually still want to progress? There was a rule that Tony had gave her husband Mm -hmm. about 30 days to propose. And I wanted to know how would y'all feel about that? Like, do you think that's a good time if you've been with somebody for a while or you wouldn't even put a time limit? Um, Essentially, to me, it's an ultimatum. Right, like it's kind of like forcing somebody to do something maybe when they're not ready to. Because like, what if he did it because he just didn't want to lose her? Which I feel like kind of what was happening. But I don't know. Like in my own life, I like it because it lets you know exactly what somebody is willing to do. But it's like mm-hmm. what they have done. I like when people do things on their own. Like I like right. to be genuine. I like being surprised. I like feeling like that came from him and his own like growth and understanding of what he wanted from me. I don't think I would give like 30 days. I feel like, no, I wouldn't give like a time length like that far off. If I'm with someone for four or five years, all right, you should know um, that Mm. what you want to do. And furthermore, I don't date for fun and games anyway. I date to actually get somewhere with somebody, unfortunately. But that's so that person should know. I mean, to be honest, that person should know almost immediately where they want to like go with me or not. I'm not saying I expect marriage 30 days within a dating. But after like four or five years, you should know. I agree with both of y'all, but I also kind of agree with what Tony did. I mean, in a couple of interactions, and I do feel like marriage is a lot, but if I was in a relationship and things are going well and we're doing almost everything as far as like being married, it's like, okay, well, you kind of have a time limit to propose or I'm gone because I feel like I'm wasting my time at this point. When you you say Mm -hmm. that, when you say that, are you saying that you want marriage, just that idea of it, and you want it at a certain time period? Or do you want that person and that marriage? Because what if that's not their intentions? Like, what if they don't want to ever get married? They want you in their life forever, but they just don't want the idea nah. of that in their life. I mean, in all seriousness, like, <laughs> just watching Divorce Court, a lot of court shows and documentaries, if we're being honest, being oh a girlfriend <laughs> long term does not really mean much. There's common law marriages in some states, but not all states. So if anything was to happen to you, and hypothetically I'm 40, we have a family, kids, and did all this, and something happens to you, nothing of what we built together legally can even go to me, you know, unless we're in what is considered common law. So it's like, legally i would want to be protected mm-hmm. in case mm-hmm. something happens to you or in case something happens to me if i'm just your mm-hmm. quote-unquote long-term girlfriend i don't get nothing so love is about a relationship but it's also a lot of other aspects and i do feel like marriage is just a protection legally that me and this person are legally bind together we're bind together by love and God, and in the real world, Maryland. you know, we need to be legally bounded <laughs> to one another. I mean, since we're on the topic of, like, ultimatum, oh, you ask, what if your husband gave you the ultimatum of waiting five years to be completely out of debt? Would you stay? Yeah, that's smart. Mm-hmm. No, I, <laughs> I, I respect that. 
if like I have a boyfriend and he says, look, I want to marry you and I want to, but I want to do things the right way. Or I want to marry you and I want to have a house, but my credit isn't looking good. I respect that a hundred percent. Like, oh my God, this man knows yeah. how the world works. Cause there's so many times where people get married and like, just like how Tony, you find out that man is not everything that he said he was. And that's crazy because Tony so, yeah. definitely right. said Absolutely. no. I'm not staying. And we started talking about the Right. That's what I'm saying. Like for someone yeah, to be like Oh, you're saying there, before I after. forgot which season, but there was a time where I think when um, they had started to talk about their finances, which is crazy to me, they started talking about it before. I mean, after they mm-hmm. got married and um Todd had said something like in five years, I'll be completely out of debt. You know, we just have to wait five years for our, I think they were looking for a house because Tony lived in a condo. So they were looking for a house and stuff. And, you know, Todd Mm -hmm. was proposing that, you know, we basically live under our means for five years and then I'll be out of debt. And then we could start talking about the house and stuff like that. And she didn't give him that ultimatum and force him into marriage. Maybe he could have got his shit together. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and wow, that's that. Now I was gonna ask. So, what would y'all honestly do? Remember early in the season when um Sean got revenge on oh. um Tony and brought the girls to her apartment. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you honestly? Wait, do what was the situation? situation? I have to cut him. So, remember Tony cheating on Sean, right? And then, um. He broke up with her and stuff like that. He pretended to still like her, and she let him. I think she either slept with him or he came over or whatever. And then oh, when yeah. she came back home, he had another girl over and was oh, with the yeah. girl on the floor, and he did all that just to get rid of Oh my god, the chaos I would have caused. Mm-hmm. I would just black my. I would just walk right. my ass to jail. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I would have just taken care of business. Probably would have burned a couple things. Probably would have hurt a couple people. And then I would have just walked myself to the courthouse. Cause... <sighs> Not for real, though. Because it was just the spite and the evil of what you did. Right. Like, he went out of his way. Like, the 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 way he waited and planned that out. I would have to cut him. <laughs> I feel like cut is not enough. Or maybe like maybe like take out no again. You gonna mess up his credit or something? <laughs> <laughs> I know it has to be something just as like long term. Yeah, I re- oh my gosh, I remember that. I even remember in the pilot or the first episode, they really tried to make Tony a villain. Or really like that narcissistic character. Because I remember, I think they were setting her up on dates or something. And overall, they were all talking in, I think, Joan's bedroom. And she had just came from a date. And she had said that the person she dated was too black. And they assumed that she meant, like, too black. Like, you know, too much sauce. Mm -hmm. But she actually meant, like, he's too black. Like, but that's the thing. He had everything Tony wanted, like mm-hmm. successful businesses. He was rich, rich. You know, I think even when he went on a date, it was like upscale and stuff. And she didn't want him because he was too black. 
I feel like they did that because I think the writers chose Tony to do it because one, she was already so materialistic and so it seemed surface level because when you get more in depth into that conversation in that episode, she talks about it's mainly for her children and it's mainly how she knew growing up, she's the darkest out of all her friends and she had the darkest complexion. She didn't want her kids to face the same trials that she felt and that she wanted to date somebody with a lighter complexion because she felt that it would give her kids better odds in how they they went about their lives not that I agree with it whatsoever but I just think that her character was the best to deal with that one and to tell that Mm -hmm. that side because that is something that is very common within we have jumped down Tony (laughs) for quite some time but I mean I kind of want to jump down (laughs) everyone (laughs) because there were just some things that people did that did not make sense. Like, how we talked about, like, I don't know why you like him. William. William's my favorite. <laughs> Every time you call them heifers, oh, that shit was so funny to me. I love William so much. Like He's so strange. <laughs> I loved him so much. He's my favorite girlfriend. At some like, point, I don't all, think they knew what to really do. Because it was almost like he was intertwined with them, but then in a certain season, yeah. he just kind of fell off and did his own within the series, and every now and then could check up on them. Would you all host a Bring Your Ex party? Oh, hell no. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Fuck that. Not a chance, because mine will get jumped. But, but that's the anyway. Well, did you genuinely see your friend? <laughs> that's dating the thing. Ex? That was the party. I don't. I don't remember how oh, it no. occurred, but there was a party that she hosted where she basically gathered all her exes and her friends gathered their exes, and they all were in a room, and you kind of see if you can find something new. Sounds like a that's so a vanilla. Odd. Sounds like a vanilla orgy. That, that sounds oh, like that's nasty. are you the one that show that's what that's what I like Mm-mm. I feel like she got the idea from like one of those Cosmo I don't want to I feel like those magazines are crazy if you ever read them they be suggesting <laughs> they, they be suggesting some crazy things but no I would never I would never do something like that one because that would require too much effort and two it's just unnecessary. It's like, why? There's so many, there's yeah. billions of people that we share this planet with. Why does it have to be? Nah, seriously. Either of us go But back. I mean, how crazy is like too crazy? Yeah, like, because these girls went through a lot of stuff. Like, I remember there was an episode where Maya helped, like, they were really girlfriends because Maya had helped Lynn try to find stuff on her what was it on her celibate soulmate cause to wonder like why why was he not like really giving her any attention oh yeah I, I love that. Maya I think really just knows small answer that she does <laughs> because it seems so real and it's just <laughs> she's just a great actor oh no 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 the best thing the whole best thing about the whole entire series tony did not get jabari's name right not once oh yeah jungle gym 
Jumanji. Jamba Juice. How did y'all feel about how everyone just like had a key to Jones house? <laughs> Man, they disrespecting her. Or everybody just lived at her. Dang, I ain't no girlfriend had this much drama. Um, be sure to follow us on our Instagram at the major flavor. That's T H E major flavor. Be sure to follow our social media. All of that good information is in the link bio of our Instagram page. And we will see you all, or you will listen to us in our next podcast that is available on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor.